Hey, what's up guys? How have you been? Welcome to episode 4 of Diary of a Stone Asthmatic. If you're joining me for the first time, hello, I am Christina and as usual, I encourage you to listen to episode 1 and 2 before you continue to listen to this one or after you listen to this one just to get a little background into myself and essentially who you're going to be listening to and who's going to be in your ear, in your kitchen, in your bedroom, wherever you decide to listen to the podcast for the others hi guys what's up how have you been doing i hope you guys have been doing well it's been about three weeks yeah since i last heard you excited to be here y'all know how it goes mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so before we get into today's diary entry which i am very excited about and it's so interesting how life works because i really think that i myself needed to be reminded of this particular what do I want to call it technique essentially but before we do that there were a couple things that I had there were there was a series of questions I had looked at because I just like to do you know a small introduction to continue to give you guys an idea of who I am while I continue to do my episode so I chose three questions from this set of questions to answer myself and for you guys to think about um because they're kind of interesting. The first question was, what was one of the jobs that you've really enjoyed, that you've had throughout your life, and one of the things that it has taught you? And one of the favorite jobs that I have had, and that I currently have, because I work it when I go home for summers and I go home for Christmas, is my job at Coffee Bean. I think I've mentioned this before, but if not, I work at a coffee shop. It's not really... Do I call it a coffee restaurant? It's a coffee shop. I'm a barista there at Coffee Bean. I work at the different branches. And I really, really love my job. If you know me, you know that I love my job. And I have an appreciation for my job because it really expanded my culture horizons on foods, especially salads and coffee, essentially, which encourage me to do things in my personal kitchen so for example i do a spinach pesto really good that i love and i learned that because we do a pasta we do food as well excuse me i we did we do a pasta salad a pesto pasta at work so i decided to try myself when i came back to school and it's really good i love it so much so that's one of the things that i really appreciated about my job the second question was I hope y'all could pull it on my pulse. Because, I mean, it's there if a stone that's matter. So, I mean, at some point in time, I had to be smoking. Well, not I had to be. I'd be smoking. Anyway, so the second question was the most ridiculous thing that you were tricked into believing. Guys, when I was in secondary school, shout out to Comrade Shout out to my Comrade people. When I was in secondary school. Oh, shout out to my Coffee Bean. People, my Coffee Bean fam. Yes, bitch. Shout out to my Coffee Bean fam. I love my Coffee Bean family. All of them. Each and every single person. I miss you guys. And I'll be back soon. But the, one of the things that I was tracing to believing that I cannot believe. I, I genuinely thought this would work, guys. When I was in second form, a girl told me that if I massage my butt. Don't laugh at me. If I massage my butt when I come out of the shower, that um, it's going to get bigger. <laughs> Yo, at least for three straight weeks, I I was steady massaging my ass when I come out of the shower, dog. And it did not work. And I, I even went back to her and I was like, Yo, dog, this don't work. <laughs> 
I don't know why I thought that would work, but I genuinely did. So when I thought about that, I was like, that's so interesting. But that would definitely have to be the top thing. The third question was, what was my favorite book? Now, I read a lot more when I was younger. Now, I don't get to read as often as I would like to due to having to read for school. Yo, when you don't read for school, you just don't feel like reading nothing else, to be quite honest. Um, so, one of, the, one of my favorite books, our book series, was Chicken Soup. I don't know if y'all used to read Chicken Soups, but Chicken Soup for the Soul. I, I love that series so much that you used to read any chicken soup. I read the Christian chicken soup because I love chicken soup for the soul so much. So that was one of my favorite books. The last question was if you could see something live, like if you were able to have the ability to go back and see a particular event live, what would that event be? So for me, I chose, and my condolences to anybody that this really affects because at the end of the day, our artists can be very connected with us, the people that we choose to listen to. So I chose wanting to see Whitney, not necessarily her death, but the whole controversy surrounding Whitney Houston. I wish I could be there because I know people say a lot of things and there are there are so many things that we hear secondhand, but I just wish I could really be there to see predominantly a lot of her life. She was a very influential artist. Her and probably Lauren Hill. I would have liked to have been at a lot of the events and just personal life experiences that they have just to see because I, I they're one of my two favorite artists and I would have really liked to have an insight into their life and their and Whitney Houston's exiting of this life. Some I was this I asked this question to other people as well. One person said that they would have liked to see Michael Jackson. Their artist that they would have liked to see live was Michael Jackson. Their event they would like to see Michael Jackson live and I was like that's fair. And interestingly enough, one of the people that I was talking to about this told me that they would have liked to have seen the crucifixion. And I was like, okay, that's intense, but I can't really tell anybody to, I I can't tell you what your event should be. So when they said the crucifixion, I was like, wow, that's interesting. So what, what do you think your, if you had to see one thing live, like you were actually there at an age able to comprehend, of course. So like let's say eighteen, twenty, you were there at that event. What what would it be? What would that event be? It'd be interesting to hear what your thoughts would be. And I thought about that, and I was like, I didn't really give y'all a way to interact back with me if you had a choice. For those of you who are on WhatsApp, you with me, you could just shoot me a message. For those of you who are on Snapchat, the mediums that I distribute my podcast on, could just message me on there. But for those of you who don't have me on any of those, you if I, I chose the one medium that I don't mind randoms, not randoms, but like people who I have not personally interacted with following me on, and that's Twitter. I am a Twitter freak, and I don't mind new people interacting with me on Twitter. So my handle is it's Jiggles, I-T-S-M-C-J-I-G-G-L-E-Z. I will say where that name came from in possibly another episode, but it's me jiggles or if you want to find me by the name that you know that you could change is gina lanetti i am a brooklyn 99 fan and i am gina lanetti yo gina lanetti is the bitch and i am her like real talk so that was that is my handle that you can interact with me on speaking of mediums on which i distribute my podcast i am so excited about this yo let me take a poll to celebrate this shit bitch Mm, 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 mm. yo so now i am available on 
about six in total podcasts aside from podcast platforms aside from anchor i am now available on spotify apple Podcasts, and google Podcasts. bitch yes there are others as well that i didn't get to list and but you can check it out i will list them all specifically because i think i owe them my gratitude but i will list them specifically in my following episode but those are the three main ones that i was super excited about so now for those of you who listen to the podcast you don't always have to download the app or listen to download the anchor app or listen to it online you can check me out on spotify if you have that app you can check me out on apple Podcasts if you have an iphone and you can check me out on google podcasts so that's our introduction for today i think it's time that we get into our diary entry and today's title is essentially called coming from that place or essentially like pulling yourself out of a slump for example some of the like from things that would cause you to be in a slump so for me personally things that would stop me from coming into slump due to me feeling insecure about school. Sometimes I get really insecure about school because I joined UE since 2014. I took a year off in between, but just the time that I have been here is a, is a little averagely longer than the, like I said, average student. And sometimes I get insecure about it, especially when I have to write my name on the roll and I'm seeing everybody else write like 816 and I'm just like here, one of the few people with an 814 and sometimes I don't know who these malicious people are. Why are y'all reading the roll? You're not the teacher. Why do you read the roll? It like not even not even the ones that you be looking for your ID. Like you know sometimes they print your ID and you have to sign it. They be reading the ones that you, there's a piece of scrap paper and you just write down your name or your ID. Nigga, why are you reading that shit? That ain't got nothing to do with you. Like, why you give a fuck about who else in the class? If you're checking for a friend, nigga, message that nigga. If you're looking for somebody on the list and you don't have them in your WhatsApp, you should not be looking for that person. Like, why are you looking for that person? Sorry to vent about that. But anyway, the point is, I kind of get slumpy when I think about school sometimes because I feel a little insecure about it. Uh, sometimes I feel about insecure about my weight. I am technically a bit underweight for my height because I'm six feet and sometimes I get inse- a little insecure about it and that would cause me to be in a place or sometimes I would get insecure like most people I guess you guys can resonate with this about my career path and my goals and where I'm gonna be and what I'm gonna achieve in the next five to ten years sometimes I get a little scared well not really scared because i don't like to live in fear and fear is something that we should not try to have embedded in us when we think about anything but sometimes i just get a little shifty when i think about my career path and my career choices and where i'm going it makes you a little whoa like what's gonna happen you know so those are the things that would cause me to possibly be in a slum and today we're going to talk about things that would cause you to will help you from going really deep or spiraling into that slump so I want to match it with a metaphor. So I, I, I need you guys to like follow this metaphor. So we're going to match today's entry with a metaphor. So coming from that place is essentially like saving yourself from drowning. That's the figurative phrase that we're going to use. Saving yourself from drowning. So everybody has a beach. Their life is a... They're not, not saying that your life is a beach, meaning that is all paradise. But imagine your life is this beach. You, you chill on the beach, you're chilling, your life is you. Everybody has their individual beaches, their relative beaches. Sometimes your 
friends come, they come on a boat, everybody be going to water, everybody's chilling. But most of the time, predominantly, you are on this beach by yourself because this beach is your life. And you go through majority of, after a certain age, especially once you break away from your parents or family, you start being on this beach predominantly by yourself. Even before a significant other, even with a significant other, you still have your individual beaches. So imagine one day you be chilling like usual. We be chilling in life. You're going about doing your daily activities and something happens that causes you to start to drown. You're a little distance away from the sand and you're you're starting to drown and or you're spiraling into a place. Remember, it's both figurative and, and we're, we're matching the two. So one of the very first things that we should really try to do, because I know it's a lot easier said than done, is not panic. Do not panic. Try your absolute hardest to not panic about this situation because the best way to deal with, no matter what the situation is, I can really guarantee you that the best way to deal with whatever situation put forth to you is in a state of least, of at least little panic as possible, like as logical a state as you could possibly be in to make clear decisions about whatever it is that you have to make. You really can't be panicking. And if you're drowning, literally panicking is not going to help you. It's, it's going to cause you to sink more actually. So what are some of the strategies that we can do to stay afloat even before we think about swimming back to shore? So even before we think about being all happy again and leaving our room and interacting with people and what's not, even before we get to that point being back on shore, what are some of the things we can at least do to stay afloat on top of the surface and keep ourselves alive? Like what I I call them paddling strategies. So if you're actually literally droning, how are some of the, the things that you can do to paddle, like the doggy paddle and frog paddle to save your life in the literal ocean or some of your paddling strategies to save yourself from drowning in life or spiraling in life. And a lot of these are personal to me, so I, I chose to put them here, but I feel like these, these can be suggestions for you as well, or maybe you do these things and didn't even realize that they're paddling strategies, and that's what I wanted to really talk about today. There are a lot of things that you do in your life that are very good paddling strategies to save you from spiraling that we really need to focus on because they're important for when we may not have a lifeguard at the beach. We may not have a friend there. We may not have a parent there. We may not have a significant other there to save us. What are our personal paddling strategies? So for me, the first thing on my list was a shower. I know that seems really... Hold on, pause. Coming down there. (laughs) So the first thing on my list was... A shower. Now, some of these things are going to seem relatively simple, but again, like I said, these are things that sometimes we do not even see are things that would save us from spiraling. So a really nice shower sometimes really is all you need to clear your head and settle and come to a space of making a decision if you have to or just being a little okay and coming a little closer to the surface. A music session is usually a really good way to relax in a way or bring you out of that place. I would say be careful, however, with the type of music you choose to listen to when you're in a certain space because like I mentioned earlier, we are very connected with our artists. So 
for example, if you're in a really sad mood or really depressive state, I wouldn't suggest listening to somebody that you know has certain songs that would not be conducive to pulling you out of that state. Because again, we're focusing on things that are going to help us paddle and come back to the surface and eventually get back to the sand. So music that might uplift you, I'm not saying that it has to be like some fast, quick, happy music really opposing your side, but not anything that's that's going to cause you to really feel deeper and cry, you know, just just something that would make you feel a little mellow. Sometimes just like a really good uh, yoga, from, for me, again, personally, just a really chill some meditation music in the background sometimes is all I need to just calm myself. For significant, for people that are in relationships, don't worry, I ain't left y'all out. <laughs> I don't only speak for individuals. I speak at least for, well, two people in relationships as well. Sometimes if you find that your relationship might need a paddling strategy, maybe y'all could just use a date night out and not necessarily literally like where you have to go somewhere if you choose to that's a good idea but something where it's just the two of you where you're able to speak if you want to or don't speak if you don't have to to communicate what you're feeling at that point in time it's a good idea too but maybe just a place where you're both away from everything put on your phones and it's just the two of you and maybe then you can start talking and and both of you bring yourself to a space to deal with whatever it is you have to deal with. The gym is also a nice paddling strategy. Meditating as well. For those of you who meditate or would like to get into meditation, I would tell you that it's a really good idea. It's a very stabilizing technique. Um, it's not It's not hard. I would tell you to research it before you go into it because some people think meditation is something like you have to do and you have to be like naturally good at it or you have to be at a certain point in your life to start it. No, anybody can meditate. Anybody can bring themselves to a place of wanting to meditate or being in a space of meditation. For those of you who have your license, I would suggest go for a drive too. Like that's that's a good way to clear your head um, around the country, probably on the highway. It depends on the time of day if you do have the time. But like music, I would also suggest being aware of if this is going to be conducive to bringing your mood up or if it's not because it might just cause you to really just overthink being in the car by yourself and it doesn't really help you paddle it's just you're you're essentially going to just start sinking more and that's not again what we're aiming to do we can pray and this was really interesting for me specifically because my journey along believe understanding who to pray to and understanding what a prayer is has been very interesting i wanted to say long but don't let me say long but interesting life-changing uncomfortable but lovable (laughs) lovable and happy so praying is a good way as well to just release it because sometimes I feel like the reason we might be sinking into our life or sinking into certain situations and finding ourselves in a slump is because we've really lost faith in the fact that there's somebody out there who is with us and helping us who has actually planned for us and things are excuse me are already set in place and it's just for us to understand that we're reaching there so praying and reminding yourself of 
being able to know that you can extend your hand out to that person is sometimes a really good way to help us paddle. For those of us who are in school, I would suggest when we feel like we're sinking in school or drowning in school, we just take a day or maybe not even a whole day, an evening to just really settle, um, eat, and then really just sit down with your work from, from beginning to end with the course outline, with your tutorials, with the slides and what's not. Just sit down piece by piece with your work, with your notes. I hope you've been going to classes because, I mean, it, you can't. You there's also things that you also need to be doing as well in order to 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 not feel like you're you're drowning in work and obviously you're going to be drowning if you're not going to class and you're not attending. Oh, I I feel really shaky talking about this because I feel like a lecturer. Like I feel like I as I'm a lecturer talking to students. Like you know they stand up in front. You gotta come to class. Like it's so annoying, but it's an unfortunate fact. <laughs> you have to go to class. Like. You do have to go to class. You do have to go to at least, come on. I can be real. At least make five of the tutorials for the entire semester. Like, come on. Some of the tutorials may even finish early. Like, my tutorials, some of my tutorials finished last week, and I appreciate that. So, you got to at least go to some of the lectures. I know for, I cannot speak for people who are going through personal stuff, and I know it might not be as easy for you. And that's, again, why you, we are talking about other paddling strategies that might probably help you get to that point of going to class. I'm speaking for people who know that they're just being lazy. Come on, guys. Get up. Go to class. Do the tutorial. Do the work. For those of you who to-do list work for, that's a good idea. Seeing that you have just scratched that off the list and that your list is getting smaller really helps you feel like you're getting shit done. No matter how small the list is. Like, I make a list for everything. I make a list for work. I make a list for my house. Like, doing things like cleaning Fiona's cat box. Shout out to Fiona, by the way, who has... who by her being here I more and more every day she's teaching me about unconditional love and the things that she does for me even just as a like and this I this is she's my first like personal pet so this is a very new experience for me and just understanding the ways in which they change and shape your life and help you is really amazing so shout out to Fiona she's sleeping now but yeah I, I kind of grateful because she would have been probably playing with a ball or something keeping bear noisy in the background so for those of you who to do this work for i really do suggest to do lists for those of you who do yoga or would love to get into yoga you could look at some of your social media platforms to see who's doing yoga in your area for those of you who are in trinidad i i taught yoga a lot more last semester i am still teaching yoga this semester but not as much due to the fact that i have a heavier workload but at this present time i only teach on t hall and I teach on Tuesdays and Fridays, but for more details, you can hit me up and we could probably get in one or two sessions. Personally, I have no problem teaching personal sessions. So you know my platforms, you know my mediums, you can hit me up and we can talk about that. For those of you who have a spring in your area, yo, sometimes you just need to go to the spring dog and get a spring bath. A spring bath, a river bath, because you know here in Trinidad, they have a lot of rivers beautiful rivers my goodness a river bath a spring bath just a break away and a more natural experience sometimes if we feel like we're drowning with our interactions with people sometimes it might for us to bring ourselves to a place where we understand what it is that we are feeling so is it that we feel like we're drowning because you feel like people are not listening to you you feel like you're drowning because you feel like so many people are having an opinion on your life you feel like you're drowning because 
people don't understand you like whatever your interactions interactions are with people and why you might feel like you're drowning it might just require you to come to a really stable place and then communicate what you're feeling with these people because at the end of the day people can't change their interactions if they choose to with you that might be affecting you unless you communicate how you're feeling or how it makes you feel or the place that it might put you in when they say these things so sometimes certain situations require a paddling strategy to be just communication and then you find yourself just naturally getting back to a surface or a place of light a lighter feeling because you've communicated this off of your chest cleaning 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 we got gunshots for cleaning sorry joe but then i teeth that low-key because he's actually got the gunshots but because i still working on my stuff i gotta use my lighter for my gunshots but <laughs> cleaning yo cleaning is so important cleaning is absolutely imperative and I'm not saying that you have to be clean every day. And I'm not saying that you have to clean like if you ordered a maid service to come and clean your house. I'm not saying that. But cleaning, and this isn't just like physical cleaning, like always to your like room. When, when, when people say cleaning, they may automatically think like cleaning your room, cleaning your kitchen or whatever. While that is great, and I do suggest that, cleaning can mean like your phone as well. Naturally, my life finds a way to clean my technologies by destroying them. But I've actually come to realize, like, that's maybe what it's teaching me. Sometimes you actually really need to clean out, like, your photos, your contact list, your emails. Yo, I need to sit down and clean my emails, but I'll get to that. But just cleaning your emails as well, just small things like that as well. That type of cleaning is really good for you. For those of you like me, homie. Rule saying big two <laughs> yo sometimes you just need to like turn off your phone pawn some music roll saying and breeze though big mountain just breeze like post instinct and relax though hold a medi dog real talk sometimes that's all you need but yeah, so those are... Now, this last one, should I even say it? Should I even not say it? I don't know. The mere fact that I started talking about it, I'm going to say it. But my disclaimer, right? Because see, my little brother's listen to this podcast. Shout out, Alice. But, and so he, his friends listen to it as well. And I know y'all getting older. But you see this specific paddling strategy? This is pertaining to my... I'm going to be lenient. 19-year-old listeners and up. Okay. 19 year old listeners and up so alex you can like block your ears for this part of the podcast my parents too like i don't know if sometimes this might be putting y'all in a place hearing y'all talk about these things but moms that's being real we being real sometimes bro all you need 19 and up is a little bit of sex bro <laughs> it's a little bit of mm, a little bit of mm, and a whole lot of who are you good <laughs> Are you good? Are you good? But again, these are all, some of them very serious, some of them not so serious because it's specific to whatever your drowning situation is. All drowning situations are not going to be that serious. And that's the next thing. Sometimes very, very small, even what may seem like simple situations to you will cause you to spiral. So that's why we, I find that it's imperative that we should look at these things that help us stay afloat and get back eventually to land. And before you know it, 
these small things along with other other stuff in your life again these are just my personal paddling strategies that help me stay afloat eventually get back to water eventually before you like i said before you know it you're going to be back to shore standing safe enjoying life going outside happy you know just in a better place and and not all the time yes like this extroverted space but i just mean in a more stable yes stable is the word a more stable foundation in your life where you feel like you can handle you can handle it again where your rope doesn't have on grease whoever put grease on my school rope yo i just want to talk i just want to talk for two seconds (laughs) but yeah before you know it you will be back to shore Oh yeah, I had journaling here. Because Christian, hi Christian. I don't know if Christian is listening. Christian McKinney, I hope you're good. Every time I see you, bro, you got exam. But he, we were, I was talking to him about the podcast and I was telling him about these paddling strategies. And he suggested journaling. And the thing about journaling that he suggested was don't only journal. He says sometimes he only journals when he's had a bad day and he feels the need to like get it out. But he said he also found that he should start journaling about the good days and the good things that have happened, you know, to just remind himself that the, that good things happen to him and good things happen for him and good things can happen. So I was like, that's amazing. And thank you for the addition and the content. And I did decide to put it in. So I am really happy to finally have gone this episode out because like I said, I recorded it three times and it did not work. So, but I guess I needed to remind myself again because like I said, my rope for school has been ladled with squeezy but I I got it, I got it, I got it. And I'm going to catch it, I'm going to continue to catch it, I'm going to continue. And I'm pushing that energy out there to you guys as well for whatever it is that you're doing in life. If you are a student, if you are working, if you are... <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> wait, wait, I bought to finish. <laughs> it's probably because I need a little water. But um, yeah, I, also just a sidebar for people who smoke, please be reminded that it is very important to stay hydrated when you smoke. Very, very important, especially if you smoke regularly during the day. And again, hydration does not necessarily only mean drinking water. Hydration means adding things to your body that are going to hydrate you. So eating fruit that is full of water as well, such as like watermelon is a good way to stay hydrated you know what i mean like it goes outside of just drinking like plain water even like just bought for those of you who think like bottled water as well like no 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 but we'll, we'll get into life and dead water and what's good for you in another podcast but all i'm saying is please remember these pad- paddling strategies pay attention to these small paddling strategies because they're going to save you it's not all the time that we have a lifeguard it's not all the time that we have a friend it's not all the time we feel like reaching out either that's the next thing a lot of people are very i don't want to say singular but very i don't isolated is not the word either but they're very to themselves as it pertains to going through life and that's okay i'm one of those people but I find we have to be careful when it leads to isolation because then it really affects how you interact with other people and how you reach out to other people when you're going through something. And I don't think it's necessarily conducive to coming back to the surface. So even when you necessarily don't always feel like reaching out to someone, it's important then, much more important to have these strategies in mind so you at least keep yourself stable and keep yourself balanced. So... I'm not even sure how long this one is. I have to check because my phone cut up. Well, not really cut up, but it blanked out. But it was it's good. It's always good to be here with you guys. Thank you for being patient with me as usual. I appreciate that. 
sending good energy all the time sending good energy all the time we're going through a mercury retrograde right now if you are well don't let me say into that stuff to make it sound weird but if if you know if you know you know if you don't know i want to want to know you can research it the mercury retrograde retrograde but yeah so stay safe my people sage sage clean <laughs> but sending love and light all the time to all of you thank you for being here and i'll hear you guys again soon <laughs>